spring of 2021 heading into it. This is very reminiscent of the same time in 2017, but it seems like that on drugs. Good morning, everybody. This is episode 119, KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. I'm Adrian Trott. This is my partner, Ariel Cormendi. You're on my, you're on my right side or my left side. It's confusing. Anyways, welcome. Good morning. How are you today, Ariel? Excellent. I'm excellent. The sun is shining, blue skies. Um, you know, where I see that you're in the office, you got a lot of sunlight on you. I'm stuck in my dungeon of a basement with no windows. Three days a week I'm at the office because I got no choice, man. And you know, it's I'm still here by myself. It's fucking lonely, right? Like I hear I'm either you. here by myself or I'm in my basement by myself. I think when I think when you first came on the camera, you were back there petting our money tree. Talking I to was. whispering sweet I, somethings into its leaves. Well, I, I talk to them. I, yeah, I'm the only one that cares for these guys around here because I'm the only one here. Well, if it and, were left to me, they'd be dead. You know, look at look at how beautiful they're coming. So, um, yes, I I talk to it and and uh, and I I caress it and I make sure it's properly watered and not getting too much sun and um, not getting you know cold in the winter months. So so they're doing well. And we bought these for each other when we uh, when we signed the lease agreement for this studio, and uh, and they're doing well. So good things uh, come from money trees, I guess. Um, all right, today just be- just before we jump in, do us a big favor, show some support, follow us wherever you're listening to us, whether it's on Apple Music, Google. What's Google now? The Google changed it. Google, no, it's YouTube. YouTube Music. One of many other podcasts, podcast streaming Spotify. services. SoundCloud, Spotify. Give us a follow, like, and comment. We do this for you. We want to know what you would like to hear about. So if you have questions about real estate, we talk everything real estate. We talk how to be more successful selling, how to be more successful buying, how to be more successful as an investor, and anything tenant or landlord related. And as one of our followers said to me last week, he listens all the time. And one of the reasons that he loves it so much is because we keep it real. Uh, It's none of that fluff. We're not, you know, we're not selling stuff here. We're just talking, talking real estate, talking like we would behind closed doors and letting you guys in on our little secrets so there you go free on that note no charge today today (laughs) is the real estate market heading for a crash is the bubble gonna burst a lot of people are asking that you know why it's because hot topic 2021 spring of 2021 heading into it this is we're almost into march very reminiscent of the same time in 2017 but it seems like that on drugs in many areas right across the GTA, Golden Horseshoe, everywhere. And what happened in 2017? Well, there was an extremely low level of inventory. And obviously when that happens and you've got a big supply of buyers, uh, you've got a lot of demand. And we had people lining up at doors. We were doing, you know, multiple offers on every house. Houses were selling for more than people were expecting consistently. And then at some point in, I think it was in April, there was a, a number of things that happened. The government implemented some new um, 
laws uh, surrounding foreign buyers and taxing them. I'd say that played a very small part in the shift in the market, though, but it certainly had an effect. Different markets thing, in, in, in Canada, like uh, in BC, sure. that had a huge impact. 100%, yes. Um, for our, you know, for the suburbs in Ontario, probably not as much. But the biggest thing was inventory went from a fraction of what it was usually at to four times the amount that there typically is. And I think what happened there was buyers, homeowners saw Joe down the street. Well, there's sold. also the mor- mortgage rule changes. That was a big one. Uh, yeah. Was that at the same the, time? Yes. And that was I'm trying to remember what of, they did. Well, the qualifications. Uh, you oh, are, right. You're qualifying. Uh, I don't think that played a big part in it. I mean, it obviously affected it. But I found over the last decade, we've had a few instances where they implemented new stress test rules and qualification requirements. And everyone was always worried about it. And it was a conversation that came up with clients all the time, but it never, let's not talk, let's not talk about 2017 because who cares? Who cares about 2017? Here's what is important though, because the the past is is an indicator for what will happen in the future. And the biggest thing that happened there was the inventory went skyrocketed. And the reason that happened, I think was because people saw their neighbors selling for way more than they expected. And they all wanted to jump in and cash in, cash out, cash sell and cash out, out, out. Or, or, they were cashing out because now they had the equity to put a down payment on the house that they really wanted. But let's just focus on 2021 because number one, there's a few key differences between 2017 and 2021. Right now, the opportunity and the way we purchase homes is different. What do I mean? In 2017, and I had this conversation last week with Steve Cicchetto. Isn't it funny how... In that short period of time, it's completely changed. Everything has changed. So I remember in 2017, in the month of March, okay, so four years ago, sitting, first of all, meeting my clients, you know, maybe 5, 5.30 at Tim Hortons, at our office, at their home, having a stack of documents that they need to needed to sign, talking strategy, having a backup offer, having everything printed paper, pen to paper, driving out to to the property, asking them to join me in their car, waiting on the road. So imagine if you had 12 other offers, which was very typical. Your cars lined up all the way down the street. If you can find parking on that street, sometimes right. you're parking three, four streets down. I remember many nights it was raining, walking half a kilometer to get to the damn house. So we're meeting at 5.30. We're meeting then. We're going over to the house for a 7 o'clock presentation. Let's say I'm the fifth or sixth offer to present. That's probably between 8 and 8.30 is your actual presentation time, but you don't want to be late so you're there at seven o'clock or 7 30 and you're waiting now you present your offer now there's six more offers after you to present so now it's 9 30 they reviewed all the offers 
Now they say, oh, you're, you get a call back. Oh, your offer is close. Do you want to make any changes? This is your last opportunity to make changes. So you go back to your client. You say, oh, do you want to make any changes? They say, well, do we need to make changes? I say, I don't know. They're asking us if we want to make changes. So if you lose your home, lose this home for a few thousand bucks, are you going to be upset? Well, yeah, I'm going to be upset. All right, well, let's make a change. So now you take that offer back. You make the changes. You go and you represent those numbers. Everybody's doing this now too because they see, oh, he went and got his offer back and gave it back. That means he's loved, making a change. I, I love that about it. That's one thing I did enjoy. As intel. a sell, as a you listing more, agent, you got you definitely yeah. got more intel. Well, even as a buyer, you got more intel, right? Because yes. you can you yeah. can you can visualize it. You can see it. You can see how long somebody was inside the house. You can see if they're coming back and getting the offer back. Anyways, 11, 12 o'clock at night, and finally you get an answer. And it's, oh, you didn't get it. You lost. So you mm. just spent seven hours in a car in the cold to Having find to take out. A shit. Nowhere to go. <laughs> nowhere to eat. Not, kids in the back. It's not fun. Kids in the you, back. You, kids in the back with their iPads and 4,000 chicken nuggets. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you didn't get the house. Uh, now, what do you do? Well, first so, of all, there's Matterport, there's iGuide, there's ways to walk through the home virtually, okay? Um, everything, like, for well, let's our just, team, let's everything just talk is about, done. Let's just talk about the, the offer part, no, because no, no. that's... What? Yeah, well, yeah but just let me just finish talking about the differences between 2017 okay. and now. Okay, continue. Because right now, in that same scenario... I'll send you the documents at like three o'clock in the afternoon electronically. You as the buyer, when you get home or when you have a f literally a few minutes to review and and uh, ask any questions, you sign off on that contract. It comes back to me electronically. I register that offer electronically and send it off to the uh, listing agent. You're at home in your fucking pajamas if you want to be watching the hockey game, putting your kids to bed, you know, um, so it's easier. It requires much less effort. That's what I was going to say is, so much all, less yeah. effort because let's say you're in the middle of a snowstorm and it's off for presentation night. I, you know, you're not too excited about having to sit in your car for hours upon hours during this, this period. So, and you would have had to go and see the property, um, because the only thing you had was maybe, if you're lucky, 20 pictures. Um, and now you can walk through virtually and send them an offer electronically. We have done a number of deals. You and I have purchased property without seeing it. So um, virtual means uh, have made it much easier to purchase, which is also, I believe, a factor in how many transactions are being done right now? Like the speed of if it. If not, if not the number of transactions, but most certainly the number of offers, because people yes. before would more easily say, eh, "You know, I don't want to sit there for five hours," or mm, That's I, a don't very good go point. This, "I don't want to go out in the snowstorm." But now yep. it's like, hmm, it, you know, yeah, send me the paperwork. I'll spend two minutes signing it, and then I'll go back and watch my movie. It's easy, yep. and if we easy. and if we get it, we get it. Right, right. If we get, get if we can that. get, the, so this house is asking six ninety nine nine. If we can get it for six ninety nine nine, we'll buy it. In yeah, fact, we, if we can get yeah. it for if we can get it for seven twenty five, we'll buy it. Meanwhile, yeah. you know, as the realtor and even as the buyer, it's probably going to sell for eight hundred. 
but it doesn't right. cost you anything. And from the buyer's perspective, it doesn't even cost them any time because all they got to do is take two minutes and click sign, 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 and the offer is gone and the realtor does the rest. So, so you're absolutely right. That can turn a what would have been four years ago or five years ago from five offers easily into 10. And that's Easy. why we're seeing, I mean, we're seeing 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 offers on properties. It's yeah. crazy. So let's yeah. talk about, is so the, the market going to burst? Right. So what we know is, you know, we're heading into a busier market. We are unbelievably busy. The number of listings we have coming up is uh, unprecedented. It's crazy. We have so much on the go. So if that's an indication. We I have assume other 38, people. Have, we have 38 listings that we are currently working on. 38. Yeah. So if, if there are other people that are getting busy, as we are, as I'm sure they are, that means more inventory is coming. As more inventory comes, the market gets a little bit diluted. Buyers have a little bit more options. Competition becomes a little bit less, which could result in prices coming down a bit. I don't suspect we'll see a crash, per se. Um, but I, I definitely think it will calm down. Um, there, here's, here's my take on it. And you and I have chatted a bit about it in the last couple of weeks. And if you notice, actually in the last week or two, there are more homes being sold conditionally, um, yes. than we've seen this year. Um, I think a part of, you're absolutely right. There's, there's going to be, there's going to be more inventory coming and we're already starting to see that something happens in buyers' minds and in sellers' minds that when the calendar switches over to March, especially, um, it's just a busier time for car sales and for real estate. It's historic that March is a busy month. So, Well, and this year, specifically now, look at they're starting to open things up again in Ontario. Well, here's that, that's my point. So here, the timing of all of these things is going to play a factor. So the lockdown is getting lifted. The schools are, you know, back uh, to whatever normal capacity they they have at this time. Uh, the calendar is changing into a time where we typically see more listings and people were not comfortable, certainly during the lockdown period, to list their homes. So they are on the wings waiting. We have a number of new homes closing in kind of that May to July, August, September period, because what happened was in the last 12 months, uh, there was supply issues, there was contract issues, um, delays, delays, delays with new homes. And then as more inventory of supplies and materials became available, they started ramping up. And so a lot of new home builders have closings all in the same time, right across the GTA from April to September. So now all of the people that have homes to sell during that time are also going to be selling. So, so there's just this, there's going to be this funnel of sellers. And, and let's not forget, whoever bought a home in the last two months has a home to sell like a resale yeah. home. And there was, and there were a lot of transactions, more transactions in the last 60 days than 
I, I I don't know when was the last time there were this many transactions in the, in in uh, January and February. So another thing that's happening is I think um, large companies and small companies alike, I suppose, are um, getting a little bit um, more. I don't know what the right term would be, but as an example, I have two clients that work for Air Canada and Air Canada is about to announce what they anticipate to be their final batch of layoffs. So there's a little bit of insecurity there for those people until that's done. And then once that's done, at that point, those specific people will feel more comfortable with their employment positions in making big financial decisions like this. And I I suspect that that's the case across the board with many companies and organizations that, you know, after now almost a year of being in this uh, state economically, um, people are starting to understand where they stand financially. And you're going to have, I think we'll have a big influx of inventory, but I think we'll also have an increase in buyers too. So I do think it will, okay. No, go ahead. Finish. Well, I was just going to say, I you know, with the influx of inventory, I don't think we're going to have proportionately have the same number of buyers come to the market. So I do think that we'll see things settle down a little bit. I don't think we'll see a crash. I think there's too many reasons to believe that it's still going to be a very strong market. Um, so no, there. That's you, my answer. You and I are on the same page. I believe there's going to be a, what I'm calling a blip. Yeah, And that blip is going to be due to the influx of inventory in the months of March and April, potentially into May. We're going to have a period of time and there's going to be no advance notice and it's not going to last too long. So as a buyer, as a buyer, there's going to be an opportunity here in the next little while. So you want to make sure that your A, your home is ready to be listed on the market, that you've got your deposit money ready, and that you found a realtor that is going to know how to navigate through all this crap. Um, but all of this influx of inventory is going to create too, too much inventory compared to the amount of buyers during that short window. And if you look at all the listings now, everybody is listing on the low side of market value, setting an offer presentation date and accepting offers on that date and they're selling them. When there's going to be more inventory coming in, all you need is for a couple of those homes on offer night to not get any offers. And as soon as that happens, things will change. Yeah, because the market is not stupid. Buyers are not stupid. Realtors are not stupid. They're going to see, oh, that home didn't sell on offer night. So now they have to come up with a new strategy and relist their home, probably at a lower price. And now me as a savvy negotiator is going to go in and say, oh, you didn't get any offers on offer night. Now you got to sell. Well, here's my lowball offer. And as soon as we see some of that, and maybe that's the extreme, but as soon as we see some of that, then there's going to be downward pressure on the prices. And then as soon as we see that, that's going to bring in more inventory because people are going to say, oh, the market is starting to come down. We got to sell now before it really comes down because that's people are going to panic. That's going to create more inventory. That's going to put more downward pressure. You see that in the stock market all the time. It's the same thing. Absolutely. It is a stock market for real estate. So as soon as now that's going to happen, there's going to be that blip. But 
we're still during a pandemic where there's still lots of shuffling. I believe, to your point, there are going to be companies that say, we're in this for another year, so you're not coming back to the office. You're working from home indefinitely. We might even close our office completely because we don't want that overhead, and now you've learned to work from home virtually, whatever. Uh, Mortgage rates are at historical lows. Property values are still, year over year, even with a blip, are still going to be substantially more than they were 12 months or 14 months ago. So I think all that combined is going to result in there being also an influx of buyers uh, once all of that inventory starts coming into the market. And uh, it's going to take off again. So, so I think we're going to see a little bit of a slide. And then it's going to have an upward trajectory again. And um, in, within a matter of weeks after, uh, it'll recover and continue to um, surpass those levels. So, so no crash coming, at least in the markets that uh, we deal in, which is pretty well now all of Southern Ontario, I think. Um, and, uh, and, and there are going to be opportunities as a buyer. As a seller, it, has, it will not ever be more important to make sure that your home has the right marketing strategy, the right person negotiating for you, that the home is clean, well-maintained, staged beautifully, has the right selling features, that those features in the home are properly presented. Like you have to throw everything at it. And if you do that, even during the blip, you're still going to get multiple offers and sell for ton, tons of money. Um, you you want your home to be on at its best and you want your home to be the best when there's lots of inventory. That's the key. If you're planning on selling shit during a time like that, you're going to get shit. Just quickly before we end on that, because that's an interesting thing you said. So there's a house that I have clients closing on very soon. And um, it was listed 100 square feet smaller than what it actually is, which was interesting. That's you know a good ten to $15,000 for that type of house. And also they said they had a water heater rental, which turns out not to be a rental. So there's 40 bucks a month. Interesting to see how much money people leave on the table. And if they had have done things correctly, how much more would they have gotten? Because that's about $20,000 to $30,000 in value from a well, mortgage never, perspective. I'll never, forget the story. I'll never forget the story when your buyer called you the night of closing and says, hey, you know what we just found out? The ensuite has heated floors. How cool yeah. is that? Right? I know it's crazy. Anyway, uh, there you go. The market's going to be strong. Mortgage rates are low. Don't be afraid. Just have the right professional uh, kind of guiding you through these turbulent uh, times that are coming ahead in the next few weeks. Uh, that's our prediction. And uh, that's our that's our crystal ball for you. We might be right. We might be wrong. Hold us accountable. Leave us a comment. Uh, watch it back in a few weeks and see if we were right. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, that's episode 119 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. I'm Ariel. Cremendi. He's Adrian Trott. Uh, Thanks for listening. Leave us a comment. Drop us a like. Uh, We'll see you next week. Ciao. Bye.